The IDP Pros Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash edge to get started today. We're also brought to you by Bird Dog Shorts. The world's greatest shorts are hooking you up with a free Yeti-style tumbler when you order over at birddogs.com backslash pool. That's birddogs.com backslash pool. The IDP Pro Players Pod is a proud member of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, home of the hottest, smartest, and fastest-growing sports gambling and fantasy football providers in professional sports entertainment to date. And now, without any further delay, here's your veteran, infamous No Dirty O in season and senior IDP pros, Johnny the Greek and Gary, the IDP tipster, coming off the edge as always with their deepest standard league NFL defensive takes. Welcome back to the IDP Pros Podcast. My name is Johnny the Greek. I am joined, as is tradition, with the senior IDP analyst for the SGPN Network, Mr. Gary Van Dyke, the IDP tipster. Gary, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, John, man. How about you? Pretty good, pretty good. We're getting close. A couple more months to the season. Uh, how you feeling? You, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready for this little vacay I'm getting next week. Uh, weekend when you and Craig are going to be doing the uh, IDP Pro Players Pod together. Should be interesting. We got a substitute batter coming in. Should be a good one, but you deserve a break, so it'll be A-OK. With the season approaching, we are starting to get some news, so we're going to bring that back as a segment. Uh, and let's talk some IDP-related news here. We'll start with Malik Collins, who signed a two-year extension uh, I actually do have a couple of shares of this guy in much deeper leagues as like a DL four on sleeper or a DT three in dynasty. He's coming off almost 40 combined tackles, uh, three and a half sacks and two pass defense. Another piece of news. This is not, you know, for those, this is only for those much deeper leagues, but JC Horn ankle injury will miss all of mini camp. Uh, he's missed 17 games in his first two seasons. So definitely trending towards injury prone. ESPN's Josh Weinfuss reports that Cardinals safety and IDP stud Buda Baker has come back to practice, but is not practicing. And it's quote business related. Jack Campbell, the Lions uh, rookie linebacker, 18th pick is quote, not a lock to start this season per head coach, Dan Campbell. That's wild, man. This guy is coming off of a 85.6 run grade, run defense grade in college, 92.9 pass defense grade, 305 tackles in 43 games. And he's not going to start over Alex Anzalone or uh, who is the other guy? Derek Barnes, baby. Jesus. They've got a lot of depth going on. Depth going on, and when I was writing about him in uh, my first for SGPN, I was writing the NFL defensive IDP props for 2023. They're published now. I actually did this last week, though, and I mean they had just recently then said that uh, you know it's a straight out competition up there. I b- believe the linebackers coach is uh, Kelvin Shepard, maybe. 
Kevin Shepard, maybe the former Indianapolis Colts linebacker. I'm not 100% sure, so don't quote me on that. But it's an open competition. And when you look at the depth part chart, they actually mentioned Derek Barnes again. They went that deep. That's how open they are. And they've stated that if uh, Jack Campbell is not a top two linebacker at the beginning of the season, top three, then he's going to continue to go through his development. I will be putting some odds down on him because for the Droy, he's not even listed that I could find on inside Vegas or anywhere else. Uh, they only have Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, Tyree Wilson, Devin Witherspoon, and Christian Gonzalez. And I mean, the first thing I got to point out, if you do find some odds <laughs> where Jack Campbell is in there, that is exactly where I'm putting my money as soon as I find him. Yeah, that, it's funny you mentioned that. I was looking at that on FanDuel today. They do have him in, in FanDuel at plus 2,400, nice. Gary. So $10, $10 gets you 240 That's a great bet. Yeah, definitely lay it out on Campbell. Will Anderson, I'm not really excited about. I know a lot of people are. He's got a big learning curve. Did you ever hear that this guy was going to be the next Nick Boza or the next Micah Parsons? No, we didn't. Not until he got drafted into a situation where he's probably going to be anchoring that line with a lot of snaps. And he's got a huge rookie learning curve. So I'm just not going there. I'm going to throw my money on Campbell. I wanted to ask you because I also had interest in Witherspoon and Gonzalez's cornerbacks in this situation that I would have over any of the DLs, which would be Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, or Tyree Wilson, saying that if these are the five that I got and these are the two cornerbacks, those are actually more of my long shots. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I like your Jack Campbell pick quite a bit, man, because that's a great price right there. Like, not a lot of money for the bet, but you win a ton if he gets Defensive Rookie of the Year, which is definitely a good shot. Uh, the corners, Christian Gonzalez, that's a Patriots corner. He may not even play till week eight. And Witherspoon is excellent, but he's got to displace Mike Jackson, who's also pretty good, and that may not happen for a few games. So, yeah, I like the Campbell pick quite a bit. I think you're right on there. All righty. And last piece of news. This one was fresh from today. So Chris Jones is holding out at camp. This is going to be his eighth year as a player with KC. He's also, I didn't know this, the eighth highest paid defensive tackle. He's still making $20 million a year. So that's pretty good. But this is the final year of his contract. I, I think this is a nothing burger. I think they'll resign him. He's the anchor of that defensive line. Uh, what do you think? I think logic says that if they don't do what this guy wants them to do, then they've just wasted the last, what, three, four years of their <laughs> of their seasons. I mean, yeah, you take him off of this line and you ain't you ain't got anything to anchor it with at all. There's nothing to really stand out right now to say, hey, Mr. Jones, kiss her ass. That's not happening. Yeah, so whatever it takes, it would have to be I couldn't imagine where where else are they spending the freaking money? Mahomes, where else? Kelsey. That's, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think they sign them. The IDP Pro podcasts are presented by Edge Boost, the world's first bet now, pay later Visa card. Edge currently offers up to twenty five hundred dollars in betting advances. Imagine what you can do with that increased bankroll. 
Get down on some of your favorite futures without tying up your bankroll for months on end. You can double down on your favorite bet, use it to create an awesome middle, or hedge that parlay you've almost hit. Make sure you stick around for my Edge Boost Double Down Play of the Day towards the end of this episode. Edge Boost isn't some sleazy loan shark, they charge zero interest. Do you know of a way you can access more money to place on your favorite bets without paying any interest? Well, you do now. Support SGPN and grow your bankroll by heading on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash edge. To sign up, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash edge. Must be 21 years or older to use. If you have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What good is fantasy football content if it doesn't cover both sides of the ball? The SGPN IDP pros have you covered on defense. But we have more to offer than just IDP. Check out the 3D Dynasty podcast with Dave and Brad. That's right. The dude, the dork, and the dynasty. And follow that up with Heroes and Villains featuring Justin Bruni and Andrew Robb. All of the SGPN fantasy football podcasts pride themselves on their actionable content. They bring the research and analysis you need to win your leagues. So help support SGPN and download the SGPN app and catch all of our premium fantasy football content. Let's pick it back up. And this week we are talking about best ball. And there's been a lot of these going on in the offseason. There's all kinds of different flavors depending where you look on IDP Twitter. Uh, You could look at uh, the IDP show guys. They're doing all IDP best balls on Sleeper. You could look at John Orr on Twitter. He's doing MFL Eliminators and MFL best balls, combined offense, super flex in IDP or all IDP. You could look at Lamont, L-A-M-0-N-T. He does combined offense, defense, and super flex IDP only as well on Sleeper. So tons of different best balls depending what you're looking for. I'm in 19 so far this season. I average about four a month. And uh, I love best ball. Gary, you're getting your toes into the water with this as well, right? I think we were talking about this before, man. Do you remember the NFL 10s? Oh, yeah. 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 I like that kind of concept. So really, I've been in the best ball for a few years. Just not played very many leagues at all to begin with. But recently, I've decided to go ahead and dive in a little bit more because uh, I got a little bit more leisure time, and I'm picking back up, drafting one right now, waiting fifth. In one of those uh, leagues that you're mentioning, some of those guys that are in there. Yeah, so so best ball, is be, it's, it's very easy. You just draft, but the, you know, with that in mind, there are some things you have to remember. This is it. This is your shot. You're planning for the entire season in one draft. You want sure things over potential every time. You can't take guesses because if you guess wrong and your guy doesn't play, that's an entire slot you don't get production out of the entire season. Uh, it isn't the best team that wins. It's the healthiest team that wins nine out of ten times. Uh, you need to continue to produce points at every position all season. With that in mind, you should be dividing your slots up equally when it comes to drafts. For example, these IDP show drafts we're in right now, uh, they've, they've got defensive line, linebacker, defensive back, and IDP flex, uh, about 30 players total. In most of these, I usually do 10 defensive line, 10 linebacker, 10 defensive back. Split right down the middle, so I've got depth everywhere. If you're using sleeper, dual designation is huge. That way you get more bang for your buck. Uh, you could have your linebackers cover your flex. 
You can have your defensive line cover uh, your linebackers since they're dual designated. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, you, you're not looking for potential. You're looking for sure thing. So those defensive tackles that play 50, 60% of snaps a week, but are going to play 17 games a season, they're useless in most leagues unless you've got very deep defensive tackle, uh, you know, DT3, DT4 slots. But in, uh, you know, sleepers, especially where they get the DL tag, these guys are great because they're going to get you four or five sacks a season. They're going to get you a month of production somewhere scattered throughout the season. And that's very important. You want guaranteed production. Sack on the ball. Important thing is know your scoring. Uh, once you know that, it pretty much you could take it from there. When it's best ball, you're not going to be able to adjust. You want to know your difference between your best ball rankings and your redraft rankings, because uh, a lot of people don't bother um, putting them in order, thinking whether or not they have a history of injury, just maybe their production or by their averages. It really it really depends. So make sure that your resource does specify if it's best ball or redraft. You can treat it the same, but just like John pointed out and everything he was talking about, you got to make sure that you've got the better shots and they're going to anchor your, your guys every week over those big names that you're just swinging a fence for. I think that's what your point was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and we're seeing that. I'm sure you've seen that in some of your drafts as well. We've got Joey Bosa going in the first round, TJ Watt going in the first four or five picks. Uh, you, you know, if you get five games out of Joey Bosa, it's a miracle. If you get a full season out of TJ Watt, it's really a miracle. So you got to not so much fade, but draft guys like that later if they're a deal. You can't count on them to give you a full season. Uh, other things you can look at on sleeper. Uh, I've seen this a lot. One safety equals two corners. Uh, corner debt back production is sporadic, but in best ball, you don't need to guess right. You just get them in there, and when they have a big week, you get the big week. So you can punt on safety a little bit, draft that much later, get those three down linebackers that are starting to become extinct. That's a huge thing. Uh, you just don't want to guess. You want that guaranteed playing time. Every position matters. By week 15, your team is going to be shredded with injury, so it'll come down to the guys that are healthy and still there. It's better to get some points than no points. Let's see. What else? Let's talk about those uh, MFL. Uh, were those eliminators, the MFL 10s you're talking about, or just standard kind of um, best balls? They were weekly matchups. Uh, I don't think they've had them now since, like, 2015 or something probably about the time best ball picked up if i remember right i think i started hearing about it or was it later than that oh i don't know it's it's been a minute on that as well but they they do have some good stuff they've got the eliminators now those are cool it's it's basically best ball but the lowest score every week gets eliminated mm -hmm. until the end of the season that, that's a pretty cool format too couple more points i want to make and then uh we can talk some players here and just some things we've seen uh in general it's better to get some points rather than no points uh so by the end of the season the first second and third place teams are usually set in stone and if you're one of those teams and you want to win that money what you really need to do is hold off the people behind you uh, if you've got multiple positions where you've got no one left to produce in those positions due to injury or guessing wrong the guys behind you can and will catch up to you. But if you've still got warm bodies that can play every week and hold them off, you'll be able to score enough points to win and take home that cash. Uh, and then if you're on my fantasy league, 
uh, as a site. You want to prioritize your depth, like Gary said, based off your scoring system. So that means, you know, if there's tackle heavy, you want to have more depth at linebacker than you would at corner or defensive tackle. If it's big play heavy, you want to have those good DEs, maybe a couple good DTs so you can get those sacks and those splash plays. Uh, So like Gary said, it does depend on your scoring. That's how you adjust your depth if playing on a different platform other than sleeper. Uh, Just a couple things I've seen so far that kind of stood out in terms of the offseason drafts. Uh, Chase Young, Jordan Brooks, guys going way too early. We've talked about them on the show before. I I can't trust those guys in best ball. I don't have any of them. Uh, What are your thoughts on guys like that? No, not really. Find some better, more consistent quality in that area that you're probably seeing them coming off the board. Depends on if I'm addressing the position, you know, or the player. I, at some point when you start getting into that third, fourth round or something, depending what the rest of the field is doing and what's there, you might find yourself maybe skipping the position if, say, DLs ha- haven't been swiped off the board. Maybe they're missing that. It happens. We're playing in competitive IDP pro type best balls right now, right? So, Joining any other best ball, though, me and you might have an advantage or anybody else. This might be listening. You're joining a best ball on your own. You're not necessarily playing against the best of the best if you're doing this. So keep that in mind. Know your scoring and go positional with name, but make sure that they got to have consistency and get those rankings right. IDP Pros Podcasts on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network are brought to you by Bird Dogs. What activity are you planning on doing in your bird dogs this summer? Bird dogs, stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird dogs make you look good. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird dogs fix this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird dogs use anti-stink, sweat-wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Head on over to birddogs.com backslash pool and enter the promo code pool for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com backslash pool for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. That we promise you couple other things i noticed so derwin james going way too early you can get a couple corners much later that equal most of his production uh this is in sleeper specific but uh that's what i've been playing mostly this offseason uh jalen carter getting drafted fairly early in some of these leagues jordan davis do we remember how much he played last year it wasn't much (laughs) so i don't think we can count on a rookie defensive tackle blowing up this year same deal with drew tranquil he's in a different position Uh, it's not going to be what everyone thinks it's going to be. And then it's all about set in stone production, playing time, stability. That's the name of the game. Wild ass guesses are fine for redraft, where if you make a mistake, you can send the guy right out the airlock. In best ball, if you make a mistake, you're stuck with them for 17 weeks. So you just can't make mistakes. With that being said, let's talk about some of the guys that we've been looking at, targeting, uh, are interested in. Uh, for best balls this offseason, and Gary's going to start with his number one guy. Well, it really depends on the format. So this is actually a screwed list here, 
But I mean, if I'm looking at something that I'm sitting in right now, that's a little bit more tackle heavy, or if you're using the uh, Fantasy Pros rankings, uh, which I can tell you as a former ranker with them, we've covered this on the IDP Pro Managers pod uh, just recently this morning and given out those scores. And they're definitely leaning more tackle when you're looking at their rankings, that's why we covered them. We covered the rookies last week with the same same scoring mechanism. So this is why I'm kind of leaning in this because this is not my preferred. But in the best ball that I'm in right now and the last one before that and a few of them before that's actually a little even more tackle heavy, uh, this is the route that I would go. And that's Roquan Smith. Just going to go with the sure shot. I'm keeping that jersey. I announced that, too, this morning on IDP, IDP Pro Managers. That is not the prize now. When <laughs> you you go do what we ask you to help out with, with the breast cancer awareness little thing, I'll send you your own. Give me the size. I don't care. <laughs> that one's mine. It is now, I got to tell you, man. Hey, all you crazy IDP fans. We are hosting the IDP Pro's Breast Cancer Awareness Giveaway, where you can win a Roquan Smith Baltimore Ravens jersey. All you have to do to enter is donate $3 or more to any nationally recognized cancer organization and post a pic of your donation with the hashtag IDPROS. That's hashtag IDPPros. The drawing will be held on August 24th. Find more information on this podcast's Twitter page or on any of your favorite IDP Pros accounts. Enter today and help us bring cancer to its knees. You know, I haven't had a team for years. I haven't had much to get excited about. I love my Buckeyes, man, but goddamn, it's like a college ball to me is such a treadmill of players every year. You know, especially when you're talking to Buckeyes or the big teams, you know, uh, we, we've talked about it in the past. Uh, High State's got a damn uh, new quarterback every other season anymore, mm-hmm. yep. uh, if not every season sometimes, you know, and I know that's the trend as it is right now. Yeah, if it's uh, leaning tackle heavy, man, give me Roquan Smith. I think it's a lock. Oh, yeah. Got to have Roquan. He's going very early in uh, all these drafts I've seen so far, and rightfully so. Excellent player. Got to have him. Uh, I, I made my list a little more value-based here because Gary's hitting the home run hitters here. He's got them covered. Uh, I've been getting Frankie Louvu around the third round and a lot of these sleeper-specific uh, IDP-only best balls, and he's got a great mix of a tackle floor and splash plays, and that's what I'm looking for. I, I like that nice consistent tackle floor with the occasional splash play that's a good thing and he doesn't get hurt so that's nice uh, i actually i like the frankie luvu if he's like designated as a um edge play dl play and sleeper or something but if he's moving to the outside linebacker i'm actually kind of avoiding him to see this first year what he does um i, I was mentioning it in a in a chat just not earlier this morning but with this whole Von Bell, Chin, and the other 15 or three or four really good safeties they have, and no real rookie or anybody brought in to play a second linebacker role, why can't we just envision them playing Chin as linebacker again or Von Bell all the time in a three-safety set with them, which is Shaq Thomas, and then you have Luvu coming off the edge. But the last that I knew of, Frank Luvu's 
going to be playing an outside linebacker pass rusher. And as good as he was last year, that's not the position he was actually playing when he was absorbing all those tackles. So for me, he's an avoid. Even deeper ones, I want to see what's going to happen. I do like Nick Bolton a lot in these tackle formats, though. It was my last best ball. I was pretty ecstatic to get him at the seventh pick. Of course, most of the bigger DL guys had come off. These are the pros, so they're doing exactly what Johnny is talking about. They're going positional. So they're taking Max Crosby, uh, Garrett, Nick Boza. They're taking those guys off. After that, well, I get Nick Bolton, seven. So I was pretty ecstatic about it. That's that's a great spot for him. Yeah, I, I, I would assume Roquan probably went right before that. Nick Bolton's going right around him. Great picks, either one. Love that. Uh, all right, my next guy is Jamin Davis. I've been getting him in the fifth round plus in all these IDP-only best balls, and it's real easy. He's a three-down linebacker. He's a lock for a full-time starter, and that's a good price for him. And no depth in Washington, right? No. Mm. Well, who who who's there? Cody Barton and oh, uh, like I said, no it. depth there. Yeah. Well, yep. Well, it's kind of you start getting a little bit arguability here with me. I mean. Realistically, I'm getting ready to say Okaloon. So Okaloon could be number one. Nick Bolton could be number one. It really doesn't matter. This this top four, five, actually, in my mind, if we're going to look at them, because I got Bobby Wagner and Fred Warner, and then we'll just move into your, your deeper guys there. But within these guys, we've even got another name that you're getting ready to mention. It's like a lottery. I, I don't know if you're in a tackle base, how you just don't go for these like five or six top names, Roquan Smith, Dick Bolton, Bobby Wagner, Red Warner, even CT Mosley, maybe who you got for us, John. Yeah, no, I, I agree. You got to get all those guys. Yep. Those, those guys are all excellent. Um, yeah. And then also uh, Alex Singleton, we got to mention here just based off last year's pace, right? So the guy, if he had, the playing time that he ended the season with. And if he had kept up the production, he ended the season with, he would have cracked 200 tag. He, he might've come close to it last year. I got to look at his stats, but he's a realistic possibility to break 200 combined tackles this year. And you got to have that. That's, that's just a beautiful thing. And another guy I'm looking at is BJ Hill. So I've been getting a really good price on this guy. Once again, this is in these uh, sleeper IDP only uh, best balls. Uh, round 20 plus for a lock for guaranteed starting playing time. Uh, good production doesn't get hurt. This is what I'm looking for towards the end of these IDP only drafts. When people are taking stabs in the dark and guys that may or may not play or may or may not have a good season. I know I'm going to get 60, 65% of snaps out of this guy every single week, all season. And the odds are good. He's going to stay healthy. This is the type of guy that can help you. Uh, stay in first, second, or third towards the end of a best ball season. You know, when you have him on there, it just really reminds me of our guy we talked about before in season that was just performing his ass off in Indianapolis. Did he re-sign? I think he did. Grover Stewart, right? Another great name like that. You might even get him a lot later. I'm not 100% sure if he's on anybody's radar again, because it's just hard for people to believe. So at value, love it. 
Yeah, it's it's it funny you mentioned that. So usually in these like 30 whatever round drafts, my last five picks include Grover Stewart <laughs> um and Danico Autry, like BJ Hill, guys yep. like that. Grover Stewart's a great pick. I love that. That's a good call. That last one I got, I got Dalvin Tomlinson, 22 round all, all IDP, and I got him in the last pick. That's a beautiful last pick. I thought it was. Well, and Fred Warner, I know I mentioned him being within this group that actually, you know, could be even C.J. Mosley up here uh, when you're talking best ball and tackle friendly. Let me get your quick thoughts. It started with C.J. Mosley and up, which would be Fred Warner, Bobby Wagner, Okaloon, Nick Bolton, and Roquan Smith. What would you maybe adjust if you had your pick off the top? Not much, to be honest with you, man. It, so those guys are super valuable, right? Like there are mm-hmm. three down linebackers are disappearing. They're going extinct. So if you can anchor your team with those guys, especially in a tackle heavy format, you got to do it. I mean, so I, I think you just get as many of them as you can. My, my best balls all look the same in the ones I've been doing recently. It's all linebacker with a sprinkling of defensive line up until about round 20. And then the rest is the safeties people have forgotten to draft. And then some good corners that'll give me, you know, eight good weeks a year. That's it. Rinse and repeat. And I love your Aaron Donald, man. And talking about how you came coming in there at the late second, early thirds, because in that draft that I got Nick Bolton seventh, I was ecstatic to get him in the second round. Right. That's a thing. That is a thing. Cause you know, he was a little dinged up last year and he's getting a little older. People have forgotten what this guy's capable of. He's going late second, early third in these all IDP drafts. And you got to take advantage of that. If he's healthy and gives you a full season, that's 15 plus sacks. Easy. There's no reason you shouldn't be able to run and go put a bet on him as an MVP con- candidate. He's done it before. Like me and Craig, were talking about when he comes out with a purpose, He's going to make a statement. He's not a quitter on anybody. He's got his own pride. So if he decides he's coming back this year, I I don't think that we're going to see less than Aaron Donald. No, I'm in a full agreement on that. That's a great pick. Uh, And who's your next guy you got? Man, that I mentioned, Alex Singleton. He's my long shot for... MVP. No, he's my long shot for the defensive tackle title. Uh, you've got Roquan Smith at 147, and then CJ Mosley at 139, sir. Jordan Brooks, uh, avoid that 135. Foyer is a nice one at 133. Uh, I actually kind of bucking the trend because it's kind of hard to repeat twice. So, Foyer doing it twice, do we really think he can do it three times? Uh, that's kind of tough. I don't know. But I like Alex Singleton, which is clear down to 124. What are those numbers? Is that combined tackles? Is that, what? what is that? Combined tackles. Oh, God. so over 124. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I'll take the Alex Singleton out of all of them. Gotcha. Right? Okay. And your, and your next guy here was CJ Mosley. We talked about him a little bit. That's a great combined tackle floor guy out of the jets, three down linebacker, nothing not to like there. 
So my edge boost, double down play of the day, is for the Green Bay Packers to have over 7.5 wins in the regular season this year. Edge boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash edge. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash edge to sign up today. Pick it back up here, talking about Tyron Matthew. Okay, and the deal with this guy, from what I've seen this offseason, is I've gotten him as a safety four or safety five and round 15 plus, which is batshit crazy. This guy is a starting safety that plays 100% of snaps every week. He doesn't miss games. Sure, he may not be as consistent as some other safeties, but this is best ball. You don't need to be right every week. You just need to have him in there. Uh, I think he's a great option. What do you think about Tyron Matthew? I'm surprised he's going that far. <laughs> I actually am. I mean, there's no reason to think that he's not going to be a busy dude this year, right? Mm-hmm. Aren't they going to be on the field a lot? How's that offense looking anyways in New Orleans? Iffy at best. Lots of snaps. Solid guy. Uh, sounds like he's a pretty good bargain. Leading into Micah Parsons, man, and I know as a Dallas fan, you had to be surprised that I wasn't thinking this might be a little higher. Uh, I think I, I might have had my score on here at one point when I first filled it out. Not 100% sure. But in a DL or edged or sack or big play, Micah Parsons top three, if not top one, because of his dual designation on sleeper, period. Just roll with that, accept it, and you'll win. If you happen to get lucky enough to get him in that top five in IDP, even in blended league best balls, there are such things as offensive and IDP blended. There are levels of degeneracy in this that you you haven't even dreamed of. Right. Right. (laughs) Well, I've seen them, and I think I've been invited in them, but, man, you know me and Dirty O, so no. I wasn't a huge sleeper fan to begin with, you know where I'm coming from, man. So, yeah, I, I I didn't really like playing all this. I just recently moved my tipster leagues for breast cancer to, from ESPN last year to Sleeper. It's just because of uh, I'm looking to help bring people in at the uh, basic level and give them the opportunity. And this year, believe it or not, we're going best ball with them because we're going to wait until it's hot. Uh, right about August or something, and then break out those three or four leagues, five leagues. Um, but Michael Parsons, I guarantee you in those best balls, you're going to want to take them in those leagues. If you want to win the scoring, you're going to want to take Michael Parsons as one of your top three IDP. I guarantee it. Yes, sir. Great pick right there. Uh, another guy I've been targeting in a lot of these leagues is Andre Cisco going in round mm-hmm. 20 plus in some places. Same deal as Tyron Matthew. This is the locked in weekly 100% of snap starter that for some reason is going stupid late. And that is a bargain. Stay on, stay on. Bobby Riccio comes in at eight. All right. So this is best ball. I'm looking at his mass production, and I know I'm projecting off of well, what Tay Crowder's done him and all the Bobby Okariki is better than the last two to three guys has played this freaking position. He or at least I know what Blake Martinez tried, but man, he was he's kind of wore out, I guess you could say. He, you know, he Green Bay used him up, man. <laughs> 
all right. So he didn't like get a very long stint going in there to really flash at that position like Crowder. Even Jalen Smith was eating in that at last year. Bobby O'Karrike is coming in here, and he's just uh, healthy, the veteran, the above-average talent, I want to say. I don't know if you really want to go elitish. He's not, you know, but he doesn't need to be because this is going to be his defense, so he's going to be a tackle monster. He might not be a big play guy. Oh, yeah, I'm with you, man. I, I think he's in for a huge season. This is a great pick. You, you got to get him. Um Right. Bringing up Alex Singleton, like we had earlier, especially in his top 10, he could have easily knocked out O'Karake or who we're even getting ready to talk about next with Derwin James. When it comes between Alex Singleton and Bobby O'Karake and Derwin James, to be honest, Derwin James shouldn't have been in his top 10. But if there is one DB that you might be swinging for the fence and you're that kind of person that you really got to have it by name he's the only one i mean i love buddha baker too but we just seen jalen thomas or last year year before really come up on his numbers which he was a little bit disappointing last year but still a great value right now i I like him coming up Uh, buddha can't play or won't play he will get a boost the IDP Pros Podcast is presented by EdgeBoost, the world's first bet now, pay later Visa card. Edge currently offers up to $2,500 in betting advances. Imagine what you can do with that increased bankroll. Bet down on some of your favorite futures without tying up your bankroll for months on end. You can double down on your favorite bet, use it to create an awesome middle, or hedge that parlay you've almost hit. EdgeBoost isn't some sleazy loan shark. They charge 0% interest. Do you know of a way you can access more money to place on your favorite bets without paying any interest? Well, you do now. Support SGPN and grow your bankroll by going over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash edge to sign up. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash edge. Must be 21 years or older to use. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Don't miss Johnny the Greek's Cornerback Corner this season exclusively on Substack. Head over to cornerbackcorner.substack.com and subscribe now to catch Season 4 of the Cornerback Corner. Don't settle for set-and-forget corner options. Maximize your production and let's take home those titles. With a 72% accuracy over the last three seasons, 15-plus years of streaming corner experience, and 20-plus years of IDP experience, you're in capable hands with Johnny the Greek. Join me for the best streaming corner options and advice every week, all season long, in both written and audio format at cornerbackcorner.substack.com. I love your Dorian's Armstrong. I think he's really underrated at this point. Yeah, so another couple guys that I like for their value has been Dorrance Armstrong and Dante Fowler on Dallas. Dallas has a really great pass rush that has an excellent locked-in, set-in-stone rotation. These guys are both going round 20-plus in all IDP uh, drafts. They're a lock for about five sacks apiece, and that's great. That's, that's all you need in best ball is a month of production out of these guys sprinkled into your lineup. Once again, you don't you don't need to guess when that's going to happen. You just get it when it happens. And towards the end of your draft, these are the guys you want, the guys you know you're going to get this production instead of just taking a shot in the dark. So, yep, sign me up for all the Dorrance Armstrong and Dante Fowler. 
And the next guy we're going to look at is Quiddy Pay. I've seen a little bit of a dip in his price this year due to most likely the injury last year. Uh, should be a full-time starter for the Colts, uh, full-time pass rusher. Yeah, I, I would take advantage of that dip. Uh, I think he may be in for a, at least a much better season than what he had last year, and he came roaring back when he came back from that injury last year. Oh, yeah, he was strong. When when he started out the season before the injury, he was, he was going to make a little mark here. It kind of changed when he came back. It's like his snaps kind of dropped, but you're so, you know, had a veteran like Grover Stewart next to Buckner performing very well too. So, um, I mean, but he did come back strong. So if he's slipping, uh, that's great bargain. I kind of think Ernest Jones is slipping a little bit myself too. I have him in here in this top 10 mixed around and basically top 11, unless you take out Derwin James because of uh, basically I positional values there, but uh, DBs are dime a dozen at the same time. But, I love your 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 last guy you're getting ready to talk about here, man, Carl Granderson. I, I had my NFL IDP fantasy sleepers also come out on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. If you want to check those out on the fantasy tab, they're right there at the top of the page. We He is highly underrated. I think I got him somewhere around that – 13 or 14 range, uh, round range as my deal, if I remember right, last week. Oh, yeah. Great bargain. He's dual designated on sleeper. That's what we're looking at here. Unfortunately or fortunately, however you look at it, most of these best balls have been on sleeper. Say what you will about the site. They do do best ball pretty well. And, yeah, he's got the cheat code. He's got the dual designation. I've been getting him in rounds 15 plus, which is beautiful because mm-hmm. of what you said. Uh, you know, the guy's going to be I excellent. freaked out. I couldn't wait, man. DLs were coming off, and I was like, damn. So I couldn't wait. I was thinking about that. If they yeah, it, it, no no worries. And, and Cameron Jordan, like uh, I think we said this before, is, is getting older. One of these years, he's going to fall off the cliff. We keep thinking it's going to happen, but it hasn't happened mm-hmm. yet. And uh, Granderson's going to be there to pick up the pieces. So my edge boost double down play of the day is for the Green Bay Packers to have over 7.5 wins in the regular season this year. Edge boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash edge. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash edge to sign up today. And any of those dual designated guys in, in the sleeper ones. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm a fan. Alrighty, and that was our first foray into best ball. We are likely going to talk about this some more since it really is catching fire this offseason, so we'll have plenty more for you. All right, yeah, before we leave, I want to I wanna ask you your biggest, uh, deepest bargain that you might not have mentioned yet. Somebody that you, you just really have a nice little portion of. I'm getting Bobby McCain where I can. I, I'm really sold. He's going to walk into that Giants free safety position and be that guy that we've seen some uh, just subpar or par players produce at. And at, at cost, I mean, he's way down there. And I'm not a huge DB person. So in the in this particular format, because they're diamond does, you know, I'm waiting until trying to wait until this last six or seven to even get my my guys 
you know, just picking those solid defensive backs that you know could be consistent that John's mentioned. Yeah, it is on that same kind of train of thought. I would say the deepest guy that I haven't talked about is Quandre Diggs. You can get him perhaps even as late as your last pick in like a 25 or 30 round all IDP draft. Uh, and he's a 100% of snaps starting safety. Uh, the problem is he's a deep safety, but it doesn't matter. It's best ball. You'll get the good weeks. You can leave the rest. Nice. Hey, and I'm out of here. I'm not here next week. And I'll see you later. Have a good week, everyone. Thank you.